0: Hey everybody, this is That Girl with the Curls. This is Sam coming to you with a, another episode. It's a—it's actually episode 24. We're getting almost to a quarter of the way! Yay! Uh, and, and this episode is with the lovely and talented uh, Susan Eisenberg, who, as you would know, is the voice of Wonder Woman from the Justice League cartoon, as well as Justice League Unlimited. She also voiced uh, did character voices in uh, Jackie Chan Adventures, and Avatar The Last Airbender, a number of other cartoons, as well as video games, and she's going to be currently in The Chair, which is a a live-action movie that was crowdsource funded. So that'll be coming out eventually. I don't have a date, but I just know it's happening. So, uh, a little background with this uh, Susan and I actually became Twitter friends uh, a while back, and uh, then it just kind of blossomed into this like, oh my god, you're awesome, so are you, and you know, all that self congratulatory stuff, and uh, to the point where uh, she eventually came on DC Confidential over at Order the Nerd, and then uh, I just kept in contact, and we eventually did panels at Geek Girl Con in Seattle, uh, where, where I live. And uh, she came out, as well as Alan Kissler and we basically did a panel on uh, her career uh, where she just wanted to talk to the fans a little time, which was awesome. And then we did a Let's Watch of three Justice League episodes, which was also awesome. So we do talk about it in the episode, but uh, it's probably best to just kind of get that clarification out there now, just in case. Uh, We also recorded this episode the day after the Phil Lamar episode, uh, or after we recorded with Phil Lamar at least, and uh, so Kara is here, but Sean is not, Uh, he was going to, and then, you know, bleh. So, uh, and for the first about nine minutes, it's just me and Kara talking, because, you know, we we banter back and forth in our own way, so if you're not interested in that, you can go ahead and skip ahead if you want to when Susan shows up at about the 9.15 mark. But I hope you, you do enjoy this episode, because Susan is a fantastic woman, uh, really just so enthusiastic about Wonder Woman and the character, and loves the fans so much. Uh, she's she's great. I, I absolutely adore her. And I, I would like to say that we are friends uh, now that I've met her and we've, we've gone through a con together. I think that's what bonds people. But um, so... Please enjoy this episode Uh, Susan Eisenberg of the uh, That Girl with the Curls podcast and uh, two down in terms of Justice League cast members and only five more to go.
1: so cold right now.
2: <laughs>
1: Stupid eater. <laughs> Why does God hate me, Kara? Why? Because oh. reasons. That's that's good. It's better than the church has given me so. Yeah.
2: Why are we ascending up to heaven? Oh right, the sins. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's rough. <laughs> it's hard out there for a pimp, isn't it? <laughs> So I've been told. <laughs> uh, it looks like Sean won't be joining. I think he forgot, and so he is outside of the, the house. <laughs> I was like, are you coming back? He's like, shoot, what time is it? Like, when's it happening? It's like, 15 minutes, dude. <laughs> I ain't putting this off for you. <laughs> not no one, not no how.
2: <laughs> Never. No. Woo!
1: <laughs> well, it so, the... Uh, This will be good, so uh, because we'll probably end up rehashing a lot of different questions I had with Susan last time, but it'll be from your perspective.
2: No, yeah!
1: You get to ask all the questions now. Yes. (laughs) Yay? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm calling that a significant yay. Yay! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Isolate that, send it to people. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Kara going...
2: Yay! Yay! Yes. <laughs> <Eep. laughs> I don't know how to feel. <laughs> uh,
1: I was just like, I kept thinking of more questions after I went to bed even. I was just like, oh man, we could have talked about this and this. <laughs> Ugh.
2: I know. You dream up of all the questions afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, um, Salomar um, was a voice on Saints Row, um, the video game, the big video game that Dave's company works on.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Did you know that prior to, or did you...
2: I knew it prior to, but it was, I didn't quite get the, the, like, hey, by the way, <laughs> you might have worked with the same people that my boyfriend works with. <laughs>
1: Uh, I was, well, it, it was probably because I was talking so much. No. So. <laughs> it's like, you have you have to jump in, Kara. No shot
2: violence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now I get, um, I totally understand, like, you being like, oh, I have a question. Oh, uh, no, i not going <laughs> to. Yeah. <laughs>
2: there,
1: there have been, especially, like, after doing this thing for, I don't want to say so long, but, um. For as long as I have, but now it's just like, confidence is overwhelming. <laughs> and yet, still giddy as a schoolgirl when I hear Phil Lamar's voice, or, uh, not even kidding, the first time I heard Susan talk, I was just like, <gasps> Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm.
1: Do you, uh, do you have a pretty okay day at work, at least, with the staying up late? Well,
2: <laughs> I actually went home early today. I just had, I don't know. I don't think it was from staying up like that. I just had like a bad headache all day. Oh, I'm sorry. And I went home to to sleep. <laughs>
1: How are you feeling now?
2: I'm feeling all right. So I'm excited <laughs> to go to bed at a reasonable hour.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I promise not to shout into the uh, into the computer. So. <laughs> like
2: Kara, Kara, <laughs> Thank you. <Yay. laughs>
1: Sam, Marco, Sam, Kara, Sam, Kara, Sam, Kara, No. Oh. (laughs) Have you seen Kara? No. (laughs) No. Gone. Well, well, if you see her, could you tell her I said hi? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Worst disembodied voice ever. (laughs) Like, at least the voices in my head keep up conversation. No. Oh.
2: (laughs) How do you know? Have you talked to the voices in my head? I am the voice in your head.
1: What? (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. That's impossible. (laughs) Like, search your heart. You know it to be (laughs) (laughs) true.
2: I am your voice in your head.
1: (laughs) Like oh no, come to of the
2: dark the... side so that we can rule as person and voice and head.
1: Like ah, are you gonna cut off like my hand or something? Like take over my body and make myself cut my own hand off or something?
2: Yeah, You know, it happens yeah. in the course of things.
1: Oh okay, well it's either <laughs> Star Wars oriented or you know Evil Dead oriented. Either way, I mean yeah, cool robot hand. Or a, a, a chainsaw hand. <laughs> I'm going with chainsaw.
2: Why can't it be both? Well,
1: that's true. If I did, like, um, we've got nanotechnology now, don't we? So I can just, like, mold into a chainsaw when I feel like it? Yes. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going to happen.
2: All those things happen. <laughs>
1: it's like, you're online now, so whenever. I, I really need to start, like putting the ringtone back on my phone again because I, think, I feel like I'm missing a lot of things. <laughs> it was just getting annoying. There were certain days where it's just like, if I start a conversation with my friend Tiffany on a Facebook Messenger, mm-hmm. she just starts, like, responding over and over to a bunch of things. I'm just like, okay, I, I have to turn this off or else I'm just going to be annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's just on silent, like, all the time. That's why I was
2: like... Like three minutes after you sent that that first text, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm good to go." What time is it? What time is the podcast? And I'm like, "Ah, uh, <laughs> <the>
1: podcast?
2: <laughs> no." I knew it was like seven o'clock. I didn't know if it was seven or seven thirty.
1: My because you're you're two hours ahead of me, yeah. right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So seven
2: thirty. I'm two hours into the future.
1: Yeah. How is the future? Um, cold, dark. (laughs) Sounds great.
2: (laughs) Midwestern.
1: Ooh, maybe not so great. (laughs) (laughs) I was all about the cold and the dark, but the Midwestern part, mm, mm, I'm not totally sold on that one.
2: Yeah, it's kind
1: of windy and flat, with cornfields. Have you gotten your... you've gotten your first dusting with snow, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, we already got, um, well, I was up in Michigan on things, for Thanksgiving, and we got about an inch of snow, mm. but then it warmed up to, like, 60 on Sunday. What? Yeah, and now it's cold again.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, say we didn't get up to 60, but yeah, like, it snowed for a little bit, and then it warmed up. And that was it. <laughs> and then everyone in Seattle panicked and that was it. <laughs> Like you do.
2: Were people like um driving off the freeway and going into ditches?
1: Uh, as far as I know, uh I don't think that happened this time around. I'm waiting for the first big fall of snow. I mean this this particular one was uh not particularly uh you know, high. <laughs> <laughs> It was just kind of like, oh, there's some snow out. I guess in a couple of hours it will be gone. Yeah. Hey, look, gone. <laughs> but uh, that, and I'm sure that there's always an accident because someone freaks out and they go like, oh my god, snow! <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm an incapable adult when it snows out. <laughs> Let's see if Susan is ready. I thought I saw. Her. Maybe she's already online. Susan, Susan, looking for... There she is. Are you ready?
2: I'm ready.
1: Ready for the voice of Wonder Woman. (laughs) Where Where the hell is everything? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not capable. I knew that. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. Hello? Hey, you.
2: Hi, Susan.
3: How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you doing? I'm well. Thank you. Excellent. Uh, Susan, this is my friend Kara. Kara, Susan.
3: Hey, Kara. Hi, Susan. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Thank you. It's, it's raining cats and dogs here, and I just got in from walking my dog, so I'm um, like kind of refreshed. It's, um, we, we needed the rain here. It's not like Seattle. I mean, we haven't had rain in a while, so it's fantastic.
1: Yeah, we we gave some of it to you guys. I appreciate right? it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm getting that weather machine worked on, so I'm starting to like experiment by throwing rain towards people. Um,
3: can I just say you're awesome?
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs>
3: so it went so well I... with
1: Phil. It went great with Phil. Yeah, he was um, he was just talkative and asking us questions as much as we were asking him questions, mm-hmm. and just a sweetheart. Yeah, he
3: yeah. he's a, he's a total sweetheart. He's he's. Um, you know, we just spent so much time together um, mm-hmm. doing the show, so I mean, I got to know him pretty well, and he's just a good guy.
1: Yeah, he was—he was great. Like we—we um, we talked about some of his voiceover work, and he just jumped into the voices immediately. And you're just sitting there fangirling. Oh going,
3: God! Oh. And and did you um, see him, or was it just like this, just the voice?
1: It was just the voice,
3: because <laughs> you know, you know what Phil looks like, right? Oh yeah, right. So when he would do Green Lantern and this huge, booming voice would come out of him, I mean, mm-hmm. we were all just like, whoa. You know, because <laughs> yeah. he, he's, he's a slight guy. I mean, he's, he's not tiny, but he's, he's not tall, and he's thin, and, you know, and then Green Lantern's like, you know, 6'2", and massive, and he's just...
1: Ruggedly handsome. And... <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: I mean, it's... Anyway, so all, there's, there's all this news breaking in, in the comic world,
1: yeah, I, I was lamenting the fact. I was like, "Why did they announce Suicide Squad's cast the day after I talked to?" Is he in the movie? <laughs> no. Well, it's just that because when we were talking yesterday, he, I mean, we were just all you know all over the place with um, comic books and everything. Oh, but he's and, a
3: total geek.
1: Yeah, exactly. We oh, talked God. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. And
3: <laughs> I to, I, didn't I tell you, Sammy, that when we would be at sessions together, he would be like on the floor in the studio, um, reading a comic
1: book. Oh, I didn't know he was on the floor doing yeah, that. like, I know just, you know, instead of, you know, because like you know, when other
3: people are doing their lines, rather than just sitting in your chair, he would just sit on the floor and, like, you know, leaning up against the wall mm-hmm. and reading his comics.
1: Oh, that's I adorable. mean, he's the real deal. Yeah, no fooling. We, I mean, there was some stuff he brought up where he was just like, oh, my God, let's just keep talking about this all night. I yeah. <laughs> you know.
3: And you know what? And now, and now, now, you're with me. Who you know knows so little about this world? So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got your geek on last night. Oh, I did. Okay,
1: good. All right, I'm glad. I had plenty of fun with it. And Kara had her first podcast yesterday.
3: Oh, great. congratulations!
2: Thank you. It was it was very exciting. That's a great first podcast. It it really was, especially because um like I I'm a huge fan of Justice League um of of that cartoon series and. Um, both Sam and I are huge fans of Futurama.
1: Right. So we just yeah because uh, I think I told you that Susan, Karen, I would um, text each other Futurama quotes and Simpson quotes when uh, when she left Washington. Dude, that's <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah, after a while it was like because most of them were from memory, and then after a while you're like I think we're repeating the same lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you go and cheat and you go online. And you're like, okay, what's a good quote I haven't used yet? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Back to square one. Exactly. Yeah. Or it was when uh, we were still living in the same state, and she'd come over, and we and we had Justice League nights where we would because uh, I've you know you signed the DVDs that I have, and uh, we would just pop those in and be like, "All right, let's watch some superheroes."
3: I mean, but how cool was it to be in that room at GeekCon with the um, um, you know, everyone singing the theme song?
1: Oh my God! Yeah.
3: You know that like gave me such chills. We can talk about it during the podcast, but. That,
1: oh, we're already recording, so we're technically doing the podcast oh, right now. <laughs> okay, because that, that gave me chills.
3: I mean, um, you know, that was just an awesome experience. I mean, I, I so appreciate you creating that um, for me and for everybody in that room because, you know, it's, it's one thing to do it on Twitter and to tweet during an episode, but to actually be in the room with the fans,
0: mm-hmm. you know, that's,
3: um, that's really rare, and that was quite extraordinary, I thought.
1: No, it's great. Um, um, just for clarification, for those who will be eventually listening, <laughs> up. Uh, Susan Eisenberg, voice of Wonder Woman from Justice League and, and various other projects, of uh, many video games. Like, what, what's the most recent video game you're you're in right now?
3: I'm doing the DCU online game. And there we go. In fact, I'm recording this week for it. It's um it's a trilogy, and so mm-hmm. this Thursday I record the second episode. Um, of the trilogy, and um, it's called Amazon Fury. Nice. So, yeah, so, and, I, and I just got the script. I was reading the script, and it's just so dynamite. You know, to be able to say all those great Wonder Woman lines,
1: mm-hmm. um,
3: just very, very lucky.
1: There are going to be other Amazons that people can – uh, play as or is it uh, just like going as Wonder Woman through Steph do you know the mechanics of it yet um, I
3: know a little bit of the mechanics but there you will be able to play as Wonder Woman um, <laughs> in certain parts of the game and you know it's just um, this is all it's it's about the relationship between um, Diana and her mother Hippolyta so I mm-hmm. I love playing that. I loved playing it in the series, and it's a kick to play it now in this show, in this mm-hmm. game. So it, you know, it's just there's the human element to it, and there's the kick-ass element to it, which is great.
1: Okay. You know, and I always um, I always feel like sometimes it's a missed opportunity when you have a you have a really great mother-daughter relationship with Diana and Napolita. Um, that sometimes people just don't utilize very well. And it's just like, come on, guys, you have this really rare opportunity most of the time for a mother-daughter relationship to be to be explored. Like, yeah, this mother one really does
3: that. And, you know, it, it, I don't want to give away too much, um, but it just involves so many different characters from when I was on the Justice League. And so it's, it's just a kick to see those <laughs> names again in the script Um, Yeah. And to play scenes. I mean, obviously, it's a video game. So it's different than recording an episode of the Justice League like you and I talked about. I think before I'll be alone recording on Thursday as opposed to in a room with Phil and Kevin and um, Carl and Maria um, and Michael, you know, that so it'll be different. But but the final results will be us in these scenes together, which will be very
2: cool.
1: Yeah, we were when we were talking to Phil. uh, We were just kind of mentioning how, like the, um, because he uh, obviously wants to be in a room with people because of the energy and the dynamic that you uh, you build off of each other. So, um, like when you when you are doing those uh, lines for video games, is I mean, you're an actress and everything. So I I imagine that you know, uh, but do you do you miss kind of that element when it's just you alone in the booth?
3: You know, you do, and. I mean, I, I do. Um, I think that, you know, no one wants to work in a vacuum. So when you're recording by yourself, it can very much feel like that. But the mm-hmm. great thing is that when you're working with certain voice directors, like I'll be working with Alex Keller on Thursday, um, and just, you know, Wes Gleason, who I worked on, with on um, Skyrim, they'll read things with you. And so you have that um, partnership they'll read a scene with you so that you have your cues and mm-hmm. it could not be e- even in auditions. I ask my, the voice director to read the other lines for me because mm-hmm. it just makes a huge difference. It just does. Um, it
1: kind of gives you like a buildup to, to the, your line. Yeah.
3: And you just, or like if it's just an exchange and you get a rhythm going. And so when you're in the room with Carl and Maria and Michael and Phil, I mean, you, you're all reading it together and um and George. I forgot George. And it's just you know it and also you get a chemistry going um because you develop relationships as your characters but also as you know the actors. Um Mm -hmm. so it it's just so valuable but that's not how video games are done or at least not that not the video games I've done.
1: And so am wait, waiting for that to behind the scenes of a video game, we're like, we got the entire cast together, and they just acted the video game out for us. I know, that
3: would, see, we could do that. You know. And we mo
1: it. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, I,
3: you know, they, they, when you do the video game, so they'll explain everything that's going on for you, the director will, and then it's just like, okay, go. Um... And it's up to you to bring that, to bring that imagination, and and visualize where you are in the scene. It's the same with, you know, when we did Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. It's the same with any series. But again, you have the other actors there to bring it to life with you, as opposed to it's kind of on your shoulders to bring it to life.
1: Yeah. Um. What were the? Oh yeah. Um. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I just got home from work. So. Okay. No worries. <laughs> It's like we'll take it out and post. <laughs> that's
3: right,
1: you can do that, yeah, exactly I'm getting better and better at the editing p- process, for so, uh, for you. so I can take care out of this oh, entire oh thing
2: oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um
1: so going back to what we were talking about with uh geek Girl con um so for for those who were not there, you know you you came to Seattle um at at my request. <laughs> Uh, behest, I guess, uh, to basically uh, be a part of Geek Girl Con and uh, do a couple of panels concerning, you know, about Wonder Woman and your career and everything. And then we did a, a let's watch of three episodes of Justice League. Um, so, had the, uh, was this the first time you were in
3: Seattle? Or ironically, it wasn't. Um, I had never been to Seattle, and now I've, I will have been there three times um, this year. I went actually for the Destiny the game, when the launch party for Destiny. Um, So I went to to Seattle for that. And Ah. that wasn't that long ago. That was like maybe a few weeks before um, Geek Girl. And so then Mm -hmm. I went back for Geek Girl, but then I spent the weekend there. With Destiny, I just flew up for the night and came back the next day. This time I got to be there for the whole weekend. And then I'm going to go back um, for Emerald City. So it's like, hello, Seattle.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you're just going to like... You know, set up shop, you totally. know, move up. Totally. It'll be my home away from home. <laughs> Beautiful town. Um, so uh, what was it? It's it's interesting because um, from my perspective, I mean, I'm a fan bringing, you know, someone I fan, fan out over, um, you know, into this uh, world of conventions because I've never really been um, a part of the panels in this way mm-hmm. Um, I think the yeah it was like before before Geek Girl Con I did a panel with Kelly Sue DeConnick about Pretty Deadly a comic that she wrote. Well, that's a pretty high profile thing. Yeah, I mean it was it was exciting mm-hmm. because you know it was just talking about the comics and everything. And, and, she's, a and, ro- and
3: she's a rock star.
1: She is. Oh my yeah. god, she's yeah. like the coolest chick. She yeah,
3: <laughs> She truly is the coolest chick.
1: It's like her and uh, and her husband Matt Fraction, or it's just like. You guys are like a power couple. Yeah. I don't understand this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so it was it was different in that case because I was just kind of on the panel with her. It wasn't you know, there wasn't so much organization, but with Geek Girl Con, there was a lot more like planning and um, I guess being involved and then also seeing it from your perspective as you know the guest. Um, so if if you could maybe like talk about like your experiences with cons and like how Geek Girl Con kind of fits into that.
3: Um, you know, I love doing the cons. I mean, I, I would love to do more. I, I love doing them. I think it's a chance to, um, you know, meet the fans and hear people tell you, um, their thoughts and feelings about the shows. And that's, that's a lucky thing. That's a gift when you're an actor to get that feedback. And, you know, obviously we have a little bit of that on Twitter now, or a lot of. Put it on Twitter, but to meet people in person, to have them bring their um, Justice League DVDs or ask me to sign a shirt for them or anything, um, it, it, it's just incredibly gratifying. And, and when you do the show, you know, the show's been over for a long time. So when you meet these fans, um, they grew up on the show. And I don't think I ever really understood the gravity of that until I went to cons. Until mm-hmm. I met them and and heard person after person say, "I grew up with you as Wonder Woman," um, you know, I was, I'm too young for Linda Carter. That kind of thing because I grew up with Linda Carter because I'm of that age, so mm-hmm. she was my Wonder Woman. And but to recognize that you could be somebody else's Wonder Woman and and that they their idea of her was shaped by your performance, it it doesn't get you know kind of cooler than that. And yeah. and And like I said, more gratifying than that. And so the whole weekend, I just think, how lucky am I? You know, how lucky am I that I get to fly to this fabulous city, um, be on these panels, meet people, spend time with you. And I got to know you better, which was wonderful. And Alan was there. And, you know, I'm very comfortable with Alan at this point, Mm -hmm. um, Alan Kissler. And, you know, it was just, there's no downside to it, Sammy. It's just all good.
1: And that's, I mean, that's great, just because, yeah, it was, it was really awesome seeing, you know, when we were watching the episodes, people are, you know, just getting excited when the theme comes on, and uh, I think Alan and I were even just, like, every time certain things that happen, just like, it's so cool, oh
3: my well, god. Well, it was kind of like Rocky Horror, you know, like, um, yeah. you know, where you just, like, want to yell the lines out, and, you know, you want to say, great Hera, when and it's going <laughs> to happen, and you just, you, you know, it's like, you see it coming, so, like. Everyone together, you know, and um, I, I'm just a cheerleader for that stuff because I love, I love the show. I love mm-hmm. the characters. I love Wonder Woman. So I, the fact that people care as much as they do about her and about the show, I mean, it's, it's just humbling. It just is.
1: Kara, <laughs> did you grow up with Susan as your Wonder Woman? <laughs> I did grow up
2: with her as my Wonder Woman. Aww. See, that's the stuff. So, I mean, you know, that's I.
3: That you never get tired of hearing that. Ever, you know, you never get tired of somebody coming up to you and telling you that. And conventions allow you that exchange and that connection that you're not going to get on Twitter. But what's interesting about the conventions and Twitter is that there have been so many people like you
0: mm-hmm. um,
3: that I met in person because I knew them from Twitter. And including like Phil Jimenez and um, Dan Slott and I mean, just all these wonderful people that I was lucky enough um, to meet because I have a relationship with them on Twitter. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And it's it's amazing. Yeah, because how you and I met was you were doing the uh, the live tweets of Justice League (laughs) when they were still Playing, I know, like a
3: cheer. I told you, like, could not be. I'm a cheerleader. I mean, I'm not a cheerleader, but I mean, I, I feel like a cheerleader.
1: (laughs) But they, they were great because you, uh, would you know, provide some behind the scenes stuff because I mean, you knew all the writers and uh, and Andrea Romano and everything and Bruce Tim obviously, right? And Uh, and
3: and that's what I could bring to it. I mean, obviously, I don't bring all the geekdom to it that you or an Alan, and, and, and that's how I met you on Twitter, because you would write such clever comments, and you brought such funny and, I mean, insightful um, comments to it that I couldn't bring, and so I was so appreciative of, like, bringing you into the conversation, which is why mm-hmm. I loved the live tweet, because it just felt like a really large conversation with a bunch of fans, um, and so that, you know, that's, a, that's awesome to me.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it's including great.
3: Including me because not- I'm a fan. You know, I'm a fan of Dan Reba. I'm a fan of Bruce's. I'm a, you mm-hmm. know, a fan of, um, of Dwayne McDuffie. I mean, these. It was an extraordinary group of of uber talented people, and you know, anytime you can pay them any, you know, pay them their just um, desserts or do, you know, do. I mean, yeah, whatever the right expression is, you know, it's just you feel so. Um, Honored that you get to do that, that you get to give a shout out to these people who can who made this show so extraordinary.
1: Yeah, exactly, and I mean it's just it the with Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, it was a show that introduced you know people of my generation who because um, like I didn't even really get into comics until college. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had I'd had like Batman the animated series and then I had Justice League and Justice League Unlimited and they showed me all these other heroes and characters and everything that I could, you know, when I read the comics would then be like, oh, that's that person right. from that episode. Right. And that's Bruce
3: Tim, You know, he from what I understand, he um, he wanted to continue the show, but he wanted to enlarge the universe. Um, mm-hmm. and he thought that would make it more interesting and um so then obviously Justice League Unlimited was born and yeah. people like Green Arrow my friend Ken Shiner got to appear and you know yeah. and and do what he was going to do and all these other characters and it it, it was a hoot i mean if you're a, part of an original cast of 7 and then it enlarges to whatever how many there were and the, you know so it just gives you a whole other group of people to play with, which is what happened. You would know, just walk in and, and be um, shocked at how many stars and celebrities were there to play play that day with you.
1: Yeah. Um, so I, I know you mentioned Alfred Molina mm-hmm. at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I forgot. Who, who was he playing? Or so was I can't it?
3: remember now. I I'd have oh, to look no. it up on IMDb because I don't remember <laughs> offhand. To the Google, I know, right? To the Googles. But look, I told you what he said. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, like, <laughs> how do you do this? And you know, it's, it's um, there's something, um, I don't know, kind of sweet about recognizing that there's something very unique and special to doing voiceover and especially voiceover animation, um, because there is a skill set to it, and um. You, you go into a video game and you don't know what you're doing, you're going to be in big trouble. Um, yeah. Animation, a series, there are some things you definitely have to know technique-wise and all of that. But, you know, if you're a really good actor, like Alfred is obviously, um, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to, you're going to do great. And he did.
1: He was, uh, apparently he was King Gustav oh, in the Maid of right. Honor. That's right. <laughs> oh, it, 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 I think that's why that was so prevalent, because we were wa- we watched Maid of Honor. And <laughs> yeah, that's,
3: <laughs> that's so right. And we and somebody asked a question, I think, about Alfred, now that I'm thinking. Yeah. About, yeah, all right. Well, listen. You'll edit that out, Sammy. It's been a while. Right, it's, it's just, it's you know.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, other than Alfred, was there anyone that you walked in and you were just like, oh, my God, you're in here today? Like,
3: <laughs> I think I've mentioned this, but Ed Asner.
1: Oh, that's great! Yeah, right. yeah.
3: Because I grew up on Maritela Moore. I mean, there was... You know, that was such a um, pivotal show for me growing up. I still have it on, you know, I've bought them. I have them. I have the episodes. It's like with Rhoda. Uh Uh-huh. Such a big part of my life. Um, So seeing him was truly, and having scenes with him um, as Granny, and I just, Hmm. I was just pinching myself all day. And then, of course, there were other people, too. Susan Sullivan played my mother. Um, and yeah. I grew up with her on Falcon Crest, watching her on Falcon Crest. And, and she's just a stunning, talented woman. And here you are in a, in a room at Warner Brothers, um, recording lines of dialogue that maybe Dwayne McDuffie wrote. And Andrea's directing you, and Bruce is overseeing it all. And you, you think to yourself, I'm the luckiest person. I am so lucky, and you never stop thinking that. That's the thing. It's it's now 2014, and I'm still thinking how lucky I am that I get to go into the studio on Thursday to play her.
1: Yeah, it's just one of those characters that, because I know that every time they uh, they cast someone else as Wonder Woman in those in the animated movies, you know, from time to time, it's like, well, why not Susan? It's like, yeah,
0: and you know, that's the
3: hardest question to address with fans because people want to you know, know why they don't assemble the original cast. And and the honest-to-goodness answer is I don't know. Um, They obviously have their reasons. And um, I love that I have fans that are loyal to my rendition of her or um, the writers, actually, and Bruce's rendition of her. Mm -hmm. And it's it's challenging. I will not lie. It's really challenging. But it's such a lesson in... um, in ego and ownership because yeah. she's not mine, you know, and just like she was given to me for justice league and justice league unlimited and a few other projects, obviously, you know, she's, she's there. God, Gadot is doing her obviously in the live action movie. I mean, she's mm-hmm. just there to be played by all and have all these different women interpret her. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a little bit of a kick in the gut. I won't, I won't lie. Um, yeah. But that's, that's life and that's also show business life i mean you're Mm going to get very lucky when you get certain roles and then you're going to miss out on a lot of roles and you're going to have your heart broken and so sometimes i get my heart broken oh yeah it's just and that's what it is it's a heartbreak it really is i mean with other things you audition you go in you read it you and then you leave and okay you know whatever happens happens with wonder woman it's a different story
1: yeah, it's just kind of like yeah, you know, I, I, and I can understand that like that sense of ownership in in, in a way because yeah, you, uh, I think what was it you've been playing her for off and on for about 13 years now exactly. So it's just kind of like you know this thing where you're like you crafted a version of her exactly,
3: uh, and because there's a version of her that, you know, um, that's that I think gets tricky because they don't sometimes they want a different version. Mm-hmm. And or a younger version or you don't know. And the thing is you can't find out. You you won't ever know. And so mm-hmm. you have to make peace with it. And um it is a work in
1: progress to make peace <laughs> with it. It really is. It really is. You just wait for another fan to come and be like, You should have been Wonder Woman this thing, you're like, I know <laughs> well, and you know I mean what can you say? I mean it's 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 not
3: my choice, it's not my decision. I mean, there are people who who make these decisions and you know, I mean, I love when the fans speak out um, mm-hmm. because that's important to me. You know, I, I, um, it's just touching. It's touching when people say something and, and care about it that much. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, you'll, n- you'll never find a, a better group of, uh, of loyal fans than, than geeks and nerds. <laughs> I've now.
3: discovered that. You know, I really <laughs> have, which is, again, coming back to the con question, why I love to do the conventions.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and I imagine because at Emerald City Comic Con, when they have the voiceover actors now, what they've been doing, um, and I don't know if they wrapped this up already, but they, they were doing like the Star Wars scripts, like they were reading oh, yeah.
3: um, lines. I saw that. I've seen that before. Yeah, that's fantastic.
1: Yeah, so you'll probably be doing something like that, I assume, because uh, what Janet Varney's going to be there, and uh, what Steve Bloom and uh, was it Patrick Warburton yes, going to be there? Yeah, I saw that.
3: I saw those announcements. Yeah, no, I mean, um, <laughs> um, you know, it'll just be a kick. It'll be so fun, and I mean, and back to Seattle, which is just hysterical to me, since, since I've never been there, and now this is my third trip. Yeah. <laughs>
1: There, there's just like someone there going like, welcome back. I know, right?
3: With a sign
1: at the East airport. <laughs> like Susan, welcome
3: exactly.
2: back. Exactly. The person just like, never left. They're just still standing there with that sign. You know what? Yeah. That, and that's
3: fine.
1: No judgments. <laughs> They've been camped out for some time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I get the star treatment when I come back.
1: There we go. I mean, of course you deserve no, it.
3: Thank you.
2: You're the daughter of, uh, of
3: Hippolyta. I mean,
1: hello.
2: <laughs> you're, you're Wonder Woman. If, they, if they don't, you know, cater to your needs, you can just punch them. Exactly. <laughs> punch them through walls or take your invisible jet. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs>
1: um, and I did want to talk about uh, your relationship with, like, uh, Bruce Tim and, uh, and Andrea Romano because they, uh, I mean, you talk about, I mean, we talk about nostalgia and everything. I mean, they're the ones... I, I, as well, that are as you know, much responsible for Justice League and and how much you know people like Kara and I look at those cartoons and go like, that's that's all we need. This is good. We're good.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean there's so few rock stars in. Um, now there are a, obviously a lot more. All these TV shows are just blowing up and so hugely successful. But um, Bruce is just you know he's he's the ultimate geek. I mean, he really is. He's um, and he's. He, it's not like I can sit here and tell you who he is or what he's like um, in a broad way because I don't know him well enough to do that. But I know that he cared so deeply about the show. Um, he was always there to look across, you know, look through the glass at me and mm-hmm. make me, you know, I always felt like, I, okay, I did a good job on that one or I, all right, I could do it better. Um, he always laughed at my jokes, which I appreciated. And he would often, and I think I told you this, Sammy, he would often... Um, be my Bruce, my Batman, because Kevin was really the outlier. He was in New York, um, where most of us lived in L.A., so he would play the scenes with me.
1: And and he lowered his voice, right? He did, and I'm telling
3: you, like, so he acted it. It wasn't like Bruce, Tim, you know, he actually acted like Batman.
1: Oh, and that's... So was he trying to be more like Kevin, or was he just, like, lowering his voice and, and, and acting it yeah, out? Yeah, I never was got he... the
3: impression he was doing a Kevin impression. Mm-hmm. I, I always sensed that um, he was just doing his interpretation of Batman. And, you know, again, you're in the studio. You're reading with him, and you're Diana, and he's Bruce, and it's just heady. You're just, like, you know, giddy. And, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, so I, oh, I will always take that away. From the experience is having had um, those those um, uh, those experiences with him and Andrea obviously well not obviously because you don't know her but um, <laughs> Andrea is a much it's very outgoing very warm very friendly um, wants wants you to be comfortable she was there from the very first day I recorded to the very last day I recorded she saw me through all of it Um, when I started on the show, you know, I was very nervous and, um, you know, doing things like ADR, the additional dialogue recording, you know, Mm -hmm. all of it was just really exciting and challenging to me. And I feel like I grew so much on the show. Um, and a lot of that is attributed to her, um, because she was my director and she would, you know, she guided me through the whole the whole thing, the whole time I was there through the whole experience. So she just wants you to come and show up and play and have a good time. And you can do that to, you can do that to some degree. And then there's like this, like, let's get down to it. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's get, you know, like I think I mentioned to you, like you can't overlap your lines in animation. Um, Mm -hmm. So you have to be very careful to stop your line before somebody takes the next line and vice versa and so there's a formality to it. It's not like loosey goosey, but he <laughs> wants you to feel loose enough within your performance that, um, you can just relax. And the thing is, I was for the first maybe three, four years, I was just never relaxed. Um, and it was just, you know, I would be so excited to go to an, to go to, um, a recording and to go to work, but I'd also be terrified. Because Bruce is intimidating. You know, Bruce can be very intimidating. Because he's.
1: He's got that look about him. He does,
3: and he's so quiet. And, you know, for an actor, that's the kiss of death because you're thinking, oh my God, you know? Does he hate it? Does he love it? What? Um, and whereas Andrea will just come right out and tell you. Um, so, anyway, I mean, he. It, it just. Honestly, w- with that, if, if you see all the people that were connected to the show, whether it was um, writers or directors, Art, art directors, the music, the music. I mean, Christopher Carter. When we talk about um, that theme, that Justice League theme, still mm. gives me chills. I mean, you saw me at at Geek Girl. I mean, I was like a schoolgirl. I was a cheerleader, yeah. Sammy. Let's just say it. And yeah, you know, I mean, up. I he, I am.
1: You were sitting in the audience. That was what was so cool. Is that we start the episode up, and you, and you would go and sit like amongst the people to, to be live tweeting it and, uh, and and you were talking to them. It was so cool. Well,
3: because it was so, I mean, thank you. And it was so, because it was so much fun. Like, you know, I, I defy anyone to have that experience and not enjoy it. I mean, I, I hope the people that came to watch the show shows and um, listen to our panels enjoyed it. But I know that we did. I mean, I know that yeah. you and Alan and I just had a ball.
1: Any excuse to watch Justice League is good by me. Like I don't. There could be two two other people in there and be like I'm having the time of my life. Yeah,
3: that's the thing too. Like it's like once it went up, it's like whether it's two people or 250, um, it's like people showed up and they care about that show, and that's a show that means the world to me. And I'm going to support whoever comes, whether it's again two people or 250.
1: And I, and I think it's like. I mean, if you go back to the nostalgia factor with it, it's it's also um, you compared to what we have now in terms of you know cartoons or even the comic books, the Justice League is is very light. It's it's lighthearted in a, in in ways. I mean, there's yeah, there's darker material here and there in the stories and whatnot, but it just had a sense of humor about it that I think a lot of us appreciate and now want back in our cartoons, <laughs> in our TV shows.
3: Um, so I mean, because I'm not as up you know on the stuff as you are so you find that that's lacking today
1: it yeah they're, they're definitely going through a period right now in the comics especially at dc where it's it's a little they're calling it grim dark. oh i've read that yeah yeah okay. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot of like oh everyone's batman apparently like everyone's an orphan everyone's moody everyone's brooding
0: yeah no it's
3: yeah. um i've heard that i mean i, I you know what I think that Justice League was able to do and obviously this is all you know credit due to the writers um was just bring both bring the kind of heavy the stuff in you know with Hades and um Ares and things that are really dark-ish and Mm -hmm. then like the lighter moments with Flash and um Green Arrow and you know I'm just trying to think of characters that just brought that levity I mean certainly Flash brought it every episode
1: oh yeah Wally was uh, you know it's it I mean it stands to stands up to this day that Wally was a, a huge fan favorite. And when, uh, when, uh, he wasn't in the first season, I think of unlimited, except you like saw him, right. but Michael Rosenbaum wasn't voicing him right. or anything. Well, People were upset
3: Well, because he, well, and you know, and Michael, let's just talk about Michael. I mean, Michael okay. is just <laughs> so talented and so funny. I mean, he would just have us in stitches during the breaks and, you know, he would just come in and just, you know, hit it out of the park. Um, And then, of course, he got Smallville, and, you know, his career has totally taken off, his theatrical Mm -hmm. career. So, you know, he was just a gift, and I think people, my nephews, for instance, when I got the show, I mean, they were huge fans of the show, but when they found out that I knew Flash, and they were quite young at the time, that was all they had to know, I mean, they all they wanted was an autograph from him. I mean, forget Wonder Woman, forget Batman. They wanted Michael's autograph, and and I knew Michael and I knew Flash. I mean that that made them so so happy.
1: Cool Aunt Susan knows the Flash exactly,
3: exactly. And um and listen, Michael's pretty cool. I mean, he's a pretty cool guy. And and even now, people ask me about him.
1: Mm-hmm. No, yeah, like uh, Kara and I both big Wally fans. Yes. <laughs>
2: I think one of my favorite episodes is just—it's—I think it's in, in the second season of Unlimited where it's just—it's all about him where they're honoring him um, in his in his city and um, Batman and I can't remember who else is tailing him.
1: It's, um, it's Orion. Yeah,
2: yeah, and he's just—he's just so funny. It's so—you know—people are trying to kill him and he's like, "Yeah, I'll deal with it later."
3: Right. He has the quip. <laughs> I mean, he he. They wrote him such beautiful quips. I thought they wrote Batman some of the funniest lines. I mean, I mean, he. Listen, Kevin. Don't even get me started. Um, <laughs> because because you know I can talk about Kevin for a long time. But or Batman.
1: Well, it's just that you as Wonder Woman are eternally in love with Batman because mm-hmm. you're a you're a Batman Wonder Woman shipper. <laughs> I know,
3: and I I, I get some. Um, tweets that people are really angry, like the Superman, Wonder Woman fans are really angry at that. And, um, but again, it's nothing against Superman. I adore him and I adore George and I adore Tim. Um, you know, it's Superman. I loved Chris Reeves. I mean, I grew up with that, that with Chris as Superman. So I, it's, he's fantastic. But whenever I think about him, I think about him with Lois,
2: mm-hmm. not
3: with Wonder Woman. So that's just you know, and also with Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, they wrote the flirtation between Batman and Wonder Woman. They wrote that. You know, it wasn't like, you know, I was looking across the table one day and I said, ooh, let me bring that to this. part." I mean, they, it was there in the script. And then I just did what I did.
1: You just go over to Dwayne and be like, "Um, I'm going to make some changes here in the script so that I can flirt with uh, Batman.
3: (laughs) Well, and I probably did that anyway, and I wish there had been more, like, you know, because I I liked it. But anyway, I mean, um, you know, it worked out for the best.
1: In the the series, I I told you this before. I mean, and and again for people who are listening, the the reason I'm saying a lot of before is that Susan previously guessed it when I hosted DC Confidential. So yeah, so this is our this
3: is our our second podcast together.
1: Yes, this is on on every technical level possible. Uh, so yeah, I'll probably like put that in the, uh, the the top of the show as well. But yeah, it's just like we keep saying before. It's like I don't think everyone ever, people will know what we're talking about because I don't have that episode on my website. So.
3: Okay, well, but now you've given it context, And you can always yeah, do an intro you, with it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I'll do that too. I just I I tend to over-explain myself as is my want. <laughs> well,
3: okay. I think people it's, will forgive you.
1: No, well, hopefully. I mean, no. 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 I <laughs> They're judging me. I know. Hashtag judgment. (laughs) That would basically be Kara's uh, hashtag for the rest of her life.
3: You know, when she seems so nice, that's the funny thing.
1: That's how she gets. Right, she's so polite
3: and seems lovely, and what? I mean, then she punches you in the face. Yes, yes.
2: That's why I liked Wonder Woman and Hot Girl so much. They punch people in the face. I know.
3: (laughs) We definitely went at it. I mean, it was just such a you know. I mean, we really they wrote some great conflict for the two of us. It was fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean, and going back to what I was saying before, I contextualized everything. Uh, it's the whole, the whole thing with the flirtation with Batman and Superman, and even not Batman Superman. Well, there's, there's a Freudian. <laughs> uh, well, there was some. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, you know. they have a bromance, you know. Uh, Batman and Wonder Woman, yeah. and then also just even the the contentious relationship that eventually evolved out of Wonder Woman and Hawkgirl, Girl. Um, they just did such a good job of evolving that, you know, like making it not like immediately in one episode, but it builds over time. Oh,
3: gosh, absolutely. And also, um, you know, Hawkgirl and Green Lantern and their whole relationship and what they went through, Um, you know, because Batman and I weren't the only romance on the show. um,
1: John John and Shair is just kind of like, come on, man. I know. That was hot (laughs) stuff. And,
3: you know, I mean, it, it was just superb. I mean, that, that they brought all that. They brought so many dimensions, which is why there is the fan base there is. Um, you don't have a show like that of that caliber, and then just, you know, the fans don't stay with it. The fans remember, and they are nostalgic about it. And, um, y- you know, to have been a part of that, it's it, it feels it felt magical then, and it still feels that way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when people will say, "Well, we had no idea. You're 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 at the studio, you have no idea what you're creating." Well, you look at the people around you and you hear what people think of these, you know, like Bruce's reputation, my gosh, and the fact that he created this Wonder Woman and these characters, um, this incarnation of them anyway. And I mean, you know, it it, it it's it, it was a stellar it was a stellar group. It just was.
1: Uh, Kara, you were you were about to say something. Oh, I was just going to say that I was I was very
2: deeply invested in that Green Lantern Hot Girl relationship, <laughs> and then you know it's it's so it was nice that you know it wasn't like oh they you know just ended up together that it became complex after um, the finale of Justice League you know obviously with the the invasion um, and then what Hot Girl's position and. Later on, John is involved with, with Vixen. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's very complicated for, for a cartoon.
3: <laughs> it is.
2: And that's why, you know, there was, there was an adult quality to it, which
3: I think um, a lot... Th- that's why I have so many adult fans, or not me, but the, the show had so many adult fans, because, you know, so many things you watch with your kids, you know, it's like almost a chore because there's nothing in it for you. But I think with Justice League... There was stuff, there was plenty of material for the adults and and material also for the kids. I mean, not young, young children. We were aware that it wasn't going to be a young, young audience. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was a little too dark for, you know, younger than six. Um, (laughs) But, you know, like there are, you know, a lot of my fans are adults and not even you, I mean, your generation certainly, but then my generation, which is, you know, fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and we'll probably continue that on because you know I have them on DVD, and they'll probably transfer to whatever device we're using twenty years in the future. I really and- hope
3: so, you know, because um, the further and further away you get from it, and obviously there are more and more shows um, that are being developed, and Justice League is very hot right now—not our Justice League, but Justice League, um, the the comic book. It, I mean, the comics. It's just it's you. You're glad that people are remembering you're glad that people take it with them so yeah it's just it's nice it's encouraging
1: and uh because and you guys have a it, your anniversary is coming up too isn't it it's it is. uh is it next year it is
3: next year um yeah it,
1: i mean I, you know do you i mean have you heard anything about you know people wanting to do anything or I is have. it just
3: i have and um and the truth is i want to do something Mm-hmm. Um, forget people. I, I'd yeah. like to do something, so I'm working on that, and I I will absolutely keep you posted. I'll come back on and and let you know details of that. But I I would really, um, you know, it was just special, and I would love to um, revisit that in some way.
1: Yeah, it would be really cool to do, like have a retrospective. With the, I mean, just like the entire cast sitting around and just being like, "What's your What's your favorite?" Exactly,
3: episode? exactly, <laughs> and just having that chemistry. Um, again, um, would be, you know, it's been a long time. I mean, the show went off, what, 2006, I think? And we started right. in 2000. Um, I I think I auditioned for it in 1999.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah,
3: yeah. So, um, yeah, it would, be, it would be beyond. I mean, I would really love to make something happen. It's complicated because there's so many people and so many schedules and so many careers. And so it, that's really a challenge. But, um, you know, I'm pretty determined. so I'm.
1: Um, yeah, you're Wonder Woman, keep,
3: come on. Yeah. <laughs> Don't keep saying that, Sammy, because then, then I'll believe you. And then what happens?
1: Uh, like, if you're going to be a cheerleader for the show, I'm going to be your cheerleader well, in the other corner. Okay, thank
3: you. Thank you. Um, but I will keep you posted on that. As, as, oh. as things develop, um, I'll let you know what's happening.
1: Excellent. Yes, my master plan is coming into fruition. Yes,
3: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: I mean, I've got, have already, you know, talked to two Justice League members, so it's just a matter of time for the rest of them to show up. Yeah. So,
2: so pretty soon, you're gonna edit, Sam. You're gonna edit something together, and you'll be like, "Look, it's a reunion," and it's just the <laughs> <new> your <year> podcast.
1: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> be like, what do you think about that, Susan? Well, I uh, yes, and Kevin, how do you feel about it? Oh, that? that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> well, we, uh, my friend Jack and I uh, joked about because. Uh, I was almost gonna, you know, take the uh, the DC Confidential uh, podcast that we had did, with, we had done with you, and have him re-record the lines, uh, not the lines, but uh, whatever Brian had said. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Like, like he had done it. <laughs> oh, that's so funny.
3: I guess you thought against it, though.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think it would be wise yeah. to do that. No, I don't. I, I, I tried to err on the side of uh, caution and wisdom, and also high road yeah I right. you know it's
3: good it's a good thing
1: sometimes some days yeah, well
3: <laughs> mostly mostly <laughs>
1: um and, and and I wanted to just ask you these questions because um you know we, we've talked about a lot about Wonder Woman but like what what is what's been your interest like growing up I mean you mentioned uh Mary Tyler Moore I mean uh you know a lot of soap operas and everything so what, what were you like did, did you have like Geeky things that you were really into, or did you consider yourself, you know, a geek? I guess in that sense of the word. Yeah,
3: except you know, we, I would never have called myself a geek. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I grew up, obviously the word nerd was was huge um, yeah. from Happy Days, and I'm dating myself. Um, <laughs> you probably don't even know what Happy Days is, but it was a TV oh, show with Henry Winkler. And the fans, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Sit on it. Um, so I, I was. I have three older sisters. So I grew up in a house where we watched soap operas. So everything from Dark Shadows to All My Children to um, As the World Turns, General Hospital. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, we, I
3: watched all of them and I'm still lamenting that they, you know, some of my favorite shows have been canceled. Um, I, as passionate as some, uh, some of the fans I know are about their <laughs> cartoons, their comic books, that's how I felt about soap operas and, and, and evening shows as well, like, you know, Knott's Landing. I was just crazy mm-hmm. about Knott's Landing. Um, so that, that was like my thing, you know, miniseries like Rich Man, Poor Man and The Thornbirds and anything romantic, basically. Uh-huh. Um, and, and kind of a little dramatic. I, I'm in. You know, I was just in.
1: Oh, yeah. I was, uh, so my, my mom had been watching, um, basically ABC soaps. Mm-hmm. You know, since the '60s, uh, essentially, like uh, she, because uh, uh, I think that's when GH started. was in the Was in the '60s. I don't know, but <laughs> you no, know, I think I think that's probably right. Um, mm-hmm. I could ask
3: Ken because he's, you know, he's Scotty of Scotty and
1: Laura fame. I know, <laughs> and because yes, my mom was huge into like Luke and Laura, and uh, and and yeah, I I grew up watching Ken on on GH as well. Yeah,
3: it's so funny because when when I'm with him. In in public, um, you know, people just always recognize him. Always, I mean, it's just, I mean, he's still on the show, so that helps. But I mean, um,
1: are they still going? I thought I thought GH had gotten canceled.
3: No, GH is too. still on the air. GH is still on. And, and you know, it's so funny because um, talk about soap fans. I I'm, I've become friendly with Phil Jimenez, who um, you know is just exceptionally gifted and draws Wonder Woman and is just an amazing artist and teacher and. You know he's just a fabulous person, and when we get together, we talk so little about um, cartoons and comics and all of that. We talk about soaps because he's a huge soap fan, and so <laughs> one of our longest conversations are about daytime television.
1: Oh, that's amazing! It's, amazing. <laughs> and
3: it's so much fun because I rarely get to have this conversation. You know, because I rarely meet soap fans. So if there are any soap fans out there. Follow me on Twitter, Susan Eisenberg One, and and let's chat.
1: Can we talk about the the TV show Soap as well? Can we? <laughs> um, you
3: know what? I loved Soap. It was so good. So good, like, Richard Muller. I mean, like I just Crystal. loved it so much.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. I. Billy uh, Crystal's first job. Yeah, and yeah, he was playing what? Um, oh God, what was his name? Oh God. Um, yeah, what my movie. mom would know. I have to like call her and be like,
3: "Mom." Oh, what was his like- name? It wasn't Randy. What was his name? Sandy. Sandy? Is it Sandy? No. Oh, no, that doesn't can't sound to Look
1: something up right now. <laughs> and the
3: people who are listening to this are probably going when they're when they'll be listening are going to go crazy because they'll know it.
1: Yeah, someone's going to know it. Um,
3: we're going to come up. I, I, I could get it. I could get it. It's like right there. I have to. But I don't want to. That's kind of boring for a podcast. Just have silence as I'm thinking of the name. But before this podcast ends, and I'm not going to look it up. I'm not going to cheat and do and just Google it. I will look it. I will figure it out myself.
1: And if anything, you can just text it to me uh, afterwards, and I'll just put it in the the top of the show if we don't get it by the end of this. Okay, perfect.
3: <laughs> thanks for thanks for giving me the out. <laughs> I appreciate. There you go. It.
1: I'll be like, and by the way, here's a name that you'll want to know for later on in the podcast. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to keep everyone on the up and up. Yep. Um, yeah. No. Uh, like, uh, my mom would uh, would show me soap. Uh, Nick and Knight showed me a lot of shows as well when I was growing up. So. <laughs> well,
3: Nick and Knight. Yeah, that's fantastic. They have me MeTV um, mm-hmm. now, which you know shows Dick Van Dyke. We. were, I mean, like, it. it it's great because for people like who grew up with Bob Newhart and Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore and Rhoda and all those shows, you know, this these were James L. Brooks. I'm not sh- I'm not sure if you know who James L. Brooks is. Uh,
1: Simpsons, right? Exactly.
3: Well, oh, yes. Okay, so that's the world you know, of course, of course. What am I thinking? For Simpsons. Um, but like, I know him from broadcast news and Mary Tyler Moore and you know, with with a, a gentleman named David Davis, they they created. Mirtala Moore and, and Rhoda, and you know, it's just I love that they're still played because they're classics. They're and they're just it's classic television.
1: So when you when you met Ed Asner, were you just like going on about no. Lou and no,
3: you know, I, I didn't. I mean, um, and I don't know what his you know I, I I don't know what his response would have been. And certainly when you meet somebody in a working situation it's different than meeting them on the street or if they're at dinner and you go over to their table. I mean, mm-hmm. your peers in a working situation. So that always helps. But, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, I certainly introduced myself and, and I think that was it. I mean, to, I didn't like go geek out on him and sure. I just didn't, I just didn't. Um, I kept my cool.
1: You kept cool. You're like, yeah, cool, Susan. And then I
3: got into the car and then I, <laughs> and, and, and then I like, you know, Called everybody I knew and told them that I'd just done an episode with it, Asner.
1: I'm not even kidding. Like, um, after the first time I talked to you, I was just like, oh
2: my God, I talked to Wonder Woman. <laughs> like,
1: you know, and it's funny because, thank you.
3: And again, like, being with my nephews, their buddies will be like, hey, dude, do you know who your aunt is? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's our aunt. Like, and it's like seeing people respond to that. Um, it, you know, I kind of wish everyone could have that experience in life, it, because it's such a kick. Again, you can't take it too seriously on some level, because you'll get heartbroken. Um, but it is just, you know, it's just, it's a delicious experience. It just is.
1: Yeah, I mean, and like, when we were talking before about, you know, Twitter and everything, I mean, the fact that um, we have this like social media platform now where you can be more connected to the people. Like, I mean, back when the show was on, you know, I never would have been able to talk to you. Um, it's, yeah, it's pretty like,
3: great that way. I mean, sometimes I think it's a little bit too much of a hierarchy where I feel like the same people are communicating with the same people at the same yeah. levels. So I love it when it's not that, you know, I love it when, you can just have a conversation with anybody regardless if they've got 27,000 followers
1: or 27. Yeah. Um, no, and that's, that's the beauty of like, it's just, there's an equalizing thing. There isn't, some... there
3: isn't. I mean, I think that, you know, um, there's some people who just tweet out and they never really read the responses or, or who favorites it or who, who, who's trying to have a conversation with them. And I mm-hmm. think that's sad. That. You know, I, I, um, I appreciate that people reach out to me. I I reach out to certain people. I get giddy when somebody favorites something I've written, um, or responds to me, it or retweets me. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
3: it, it, we're all looking for that, and I think some people are just more generous about giving it than others.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like Kara never uh, favorites you know, anything. I I,
3: say, do. I I was thinking that about Kara. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> just.
2: Uh... I have four. I have literally four tweets.
0: <laughs> I joined
2: in 2000, or my first tweet was in 2011, and in, like, the last, like, two months, I tweeted, I did, like, three three tweets.
1: This is why we don't talk anymore, Kara.
2: <laughs> well, and, and it's funny, because I was so late to the
3: game of Twitter. I mean, I, people were like, you have to do, be on Twitter, you have to, you have to, and, you know, I kind of dragged my feet about it, um, and I'm so thrilled that people convinced me to do it you know Dante Bosco um
1: Zuko
3: <laughs> I that's not um, that that's not his last name Dante
1: Yeah no Dante Bosco Okay
3: why did it sound funny It sounded funny when I said it out loud but Dante well, is somebody I Same
1: guy who played uh, Zuko yes. and Rufio and everything Yeah of course and, Okay
3: yeah yeah and he's just he would you know he gave me like a 45 minute speech one day about how important it is <laughs> and I left there and I felt like you know I'd been part of a congregation you know I just was like a, you know I I was a believer and um, and I've never looked back. I mean, it's it's hard um, sometimes because you just w- want to get the word out and let people know you're there, um, but you figure in time people will discover you.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's it's definitely one of those things. Like I mean, I think I I joined because a mutual friend of Kara and mine, uh, our friend Rachel, she was on Twitter before any of us because she was following Nathan Fillion. Oh God. <laughs> So I could think of worse excuses to get no on set. No kidding, Twitter. and it
3: was so funny because Nathan and I—he um, worked on, I think it was Doom, um, yeah, and Justice League Doom, the straight to DVD. And so I never worked with him in the studio. I never met him. And there was a big, um, you know, like press event at the Paley Center in Los Angeles in Beverly Hills to um, show the episode, to show the—I'm um, not episode—to show the movie. And so it allowed the cast to come and have a panel and meet meet with the um the media. And you know, it's a very fun, you know, kind of Cinderella esque experience. And um I was I had so many people in my life who were so excited for because they wanted me to meet Nathan.
1: Mm-hmm. And my
3: sister especially, who is a huge castle fan. Now I know Nathan from One Life to Live. And, you know, I,
1: oh yeah, he played Joey yes,
3: Buchanan. look at you, Look at <laughs> you with the with the, the soap knowledge and and so I was so excited and I had like you know younger people who just adored him that I wanted to get like a, I mean I just I wanted to meet him so much for other people in my life and he wasn't there he was working on Castle and I guess it went late that night or whatever I don't know but it was so disappointing to have to tell like my sister and my friend's daughter, that he wasn't there. And, oh, no. I mean, because his fan base, I mean, literally, Nathan, he's so funny on Twitter, but he could tweet out anything, and people are just going to lap it up. I mean, he's he's just so <laughs> beloved at this point.
1: Oh, yeah, after Firefly and then, you know, now with Castle oh, and everything. God. And then, yeah, and the Green Lantern stuff as well. It's just like, this guy has accrued so much geek clout
3: oh. <laughs> I mean, and his Green Lantern, I mean, you know, we talked about ownership before. I mean, that's, that's where like, you know, Phil was this incarnation of Green Lantern on the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. And then you, you know, change gears, the studio changes gears. You have no control over that.
1: I would actually kind of like it if they did uh, Hal and John. And so you could have Nathan and oh, Phil. Oh,
3: yeah, that would be amazing.
1: That's the like, beauty of Green
2: Lantern is that there's so many of them.
3: I know, right? I know. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and then Guy shows up and Kyle for some reason. And
3: yeah, <laughs> like, and it just goes on and on and on.
1: Exactly. Like, I mean, just all the core. and We just cast all the people we want and... Uh, <laughs> Good to go. I'm gonna go talk to Andrea. Okay, so uh, you
2: get you get you get back to me about that, okay? I will. I'll, I'm gonna do it. And why don't you become a Green Lantern too, Sam?
1: Okay, cool. <laughs> Every time I test, like do those like online quizzes or whatever, I either test into the Green Lantern Corps or the Blue Lanterns, which is interesting. Oh, that is
3: interesting. And, yep. and so, how many of these tests do you do, Sam?
1: Uh. <laughs> You know, like one every couple of hours. Okay, (laughs) I'm doing one right now. Hashtag no judgment. I'm a pretty, pretty pretty princess, so the quizzes tell me. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) I'm also going to therapy, so just let you know. (laughs) And you can edit that out. No, I probably won't. (laughs) I try to do the least amount of editing that I can, so unless this goes horribly wrong right now, um, oh, if it just yeah.
3: all goes south right now, like from now on, yeah, I'm pretty right. much. All right, I'll try to, I'll try to keep it together.
1: <laughs> like Zeus, you know, basically throws a thunderbolt and hits my computer. Like that would stop me from. Uh... Other than that, we're good. We're safe, right? right. Yeah, we're pretty good. Okay. We're we're solid. Okay, solid as rock. <laughs> um, when and we actually have been going a, a little bit over an hour now, Susan. And, uh, it, I mean, it's always just really great talking to you because I feel like I could talk to you all day pretty much. Well, I,
3: know, I mean, you know, I love that you have, you know, um, from the last time we spoke and obviously seeing each other at Geek Girl, like, there are new questions. So I love that um, because, again, you know, in terms – it's uh, what you could have a conversation with Phil and he brings all of that juicy comic book knowledge to you and mm-hmm. that you have and then you can have these real conversations – that's obviously not what you're going to have with me, um, but anytime you want to talk about what it was like in the room, and, um, and Phil can talk to that about that, too, actually, well, then I don't know what to say. Um, obviously, I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I'm falling short, I think. Oh, no. It, okay.
1: You're the same height as me, so. Five 5'7". Oh, uh, no, never mind. I'm actually shorter than you. I just wear heels, so.
3: You wear heels?
1: Yeah, I wear uber heels. Do you really? I'm 5'3", five, uh, five naturally, so. Oh, okay. I know, I didn't look it because I had, because I wear the pants that go over the heels. And so I, just, I didn't
3: of, see that. Okay, interesting.
1: There we go. Um, I, my entire life, it's been a lie. <laughs> <laughs> the whole relationship. has yeah, right been a right lie,
3: there. and I bought into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, well, I mean, just so you know, and I said this to you last time, if we hang up and, you think, oh shit, I forgot to ask her this. Just mm-hmm. ring me back up.
1: Yeah, no problem. And uh, if anything, like I, so I got um, press credentials for for ECC. <gasps> um, so yeah. <laughs>
3: so are we going to do a panel?
1: Uh, I don't know if we're doing. I don't think we're doing a panel, but I'm definitely going to be around, That's and fantastic. I can just kind of so we'll, sit so with we'll, you and talk whenever we want okay, to. Perfect. Perfect. Because like, I uh, I still want to meet Bruce Tim. So. <laughs>
3: Okay, so I, I promised you I'd introduce you, right?
1: Yeah, you promised an introduction, and everything from there, it's, it's all on me, because I don't have to expect anything. It's right, just... and I told you about
3: that, about mm-hmm. the expectations, right?
1: Exactly. Okay, well, expect, All right. Uh, expect uh, <laughs> reticence uh, and uh, just be like, hey, hi. Right. <laughs> okay,
3: and anything else will, be, will feel phenomenal. You know, that's the thing. I mean, he could, he could surprise you and be totally chatty. That's the thing.
1: That would be amazing. That would be awesome. <laughs> I, I
3: would love for that to happen for you. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Stay tuned, uh, folks. Stay tuned.
1: Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be reporting back or live from the show floor. <laughs> ask, ask, you should do that. Absolutely. Uh, I'll be able to, uh, based, uh, based on what I told them I wanted to do. So it, ba- the the big thing about getting press is that you can essentially interview people on the floor yeah. without getting kicked out. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be hanging around the, uh, the voiceover people and – because you guys are pretty much my favorites to go to other than the artists and everything. So all right, Well,
3: listen, you'll, I mean, we'll talk before then, so we'll, we'll um, work it out so we can make a plan to see each other and meet up and do all that stuff. Definitely.
1: I think we need to, we need to have a drink.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, done. I I promise, I promise you two things. We'll have a drink,
1: and I will introduce you to Bruce. My Emerald City is all tied up now. <laughs> <laughs> Emerald City
2: again? Let me plan a trip home.
1: Yeah, it's, like, it's in March, honorable you gotta come over, right? Yeah, it the last week, it's the last weekend in March. Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right. Well,
3: like listen. Thank you so much for for asking me on again. I appreciate it.
1: Oh yeah. Any I mean, any opportunity to talk to you, Susan, is always is is fantastic. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I, I never get over hearing your voice. <laughs> yeah.
2: Thank you.
3: And. I mean, so this is what the second podcast now.
1: This little, yeah, this is our second together. Okay. Um, first on that girl with the curl. Right. Okay. So uh, for those who didn't hear the first one, uh, people can find you on Twitter at Susan Eisenberg One, right? Uh-huh, exactly. And then are you are you anywhere else? Did you get a Tumblr at all? No, I, or? I'm
3: on Instagram, but I don't use it. I have to, you know, work on that. And I'm not on Facebook. And so if you want to find me, if you want to talk to me. About anything um, justice leaguey or soap opera, then find me on Twitter, Susan awesome. Eisenberg One.
1: Yay! And Kara, you know, I asked you this before, but uh, you know, with your four tweets, I mean, obviously, people will want to talk <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> where can people find you? Uh, at work, uh,
2: <laughs> also at Mini arch- Archivist. Okay. And on um, Sam Sites, okay. I do Kara yeah. reads books. <laughs> Okay, perfect.
1: That's great. She she reads them quite well.
2: I do, I do. I'm quite proud.
1: <laughs> yeah, Frank Herbert's Dune is up right now. By the time this goes out, probably won't be. <laughs> but uh, Susan, thank you once again for coming on, or you know, for the first time coming on to this podcast.
3: Anytime, anytime, Sammy. Thank you. Thank okay. You. Good night, you guys. Thank you for this.
1: Yeah, no problem. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye. bye. I